Well, welcome back. This is Talk Your Shit with Deja, where we drop the eye because not only can I talk my shit, but I want you to talk your shit too. Hey. <laughs> so, y'all, we are on week 11, and this is the last week of the Love Languages series. <laughs> but look, we did a series and we completed it or whatever. But yes, this is going to be the last week of the Love Languages series. And if you did not watch part one or part two, what are you doing? <laughs> Go back. Don't skip. Go back and watch it. Part one is the quiz. Part two is me talking about quality time and receiving gifts. So go back and watch those. Don't cheat. But yeah, so this week we're going to be talking about my middle three. And I'm going to put the picture right here just so you can recap or whatever. So my middle three love languages, because they tied, yeah, is going to be words of affirmation, physical touch, and acts of service. So let's get started because I don't want this, this to be too long because we got three to talk about. So let's get started. Let's get it. Let's go. <laughs> so with words of affirmation, and then I'm going to put the websites at the bottom. Uh, I'm going to hope to put the websites at the bottom and then in the description box so that you all can go to the website where I got the information if you want to go do your own researching, but I'm going to pass along the information so you ain't got to do all that, but it'll be there if you need it. So words of affirmation. It says, words of affirmation are words that communicate your love, appreciation, and respect for another person. They're positive words and phrases used to uplift someone. What's more, these compliments and words of encouragement don't have to be said directly to the person. You can write it out. You can text it. You can, I don't know. Yeah, write it out. You can text it, <laughs> email it, <laughs> you know, all those good things. You don't have to verbally say it, but you can communicate it in different ways. So some examples of words of affirmation would be, I appreciate it when you fill in the blank. So I appreciate it when you say that I'm beautiful. I appreciate it when you get me gifts. I appreciate it when you spend quality time with me. Yeah, so that's an example. Another one is, I'm so lucky to be with you. Oh, Aina. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, another one is, you are so special to me. And another one is, your support means so much to me. So you see where I'm going with these? You know, these are like positive words to give to, you know, the person that you love. Whether it be friends, family, your significant other. These are like positive words that you're giving to them so that, you know, they feel good about the things that they're doing in your life. Because if a person doesn't feel good about what they're doing in life, then they're not going to continue to do those things. So, and not just in your life, in their life in general, because we can only be our own cheerleader for so long until we need other people to come in and, you know, hooray, hooray, hooray for us. So 
words of affirmation is basically, you know, that cheerleader on the side, like, you're doing a great job. Like, you're a great father. You're a great mother. You're a great daughter. You're a great brother. Like, you, you're doing a hell of a job at work. Like, you know, those it's those cheerleading type of, yeah, let's get it. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> but that's going to be words of affirmation. So some benefits of words of affirmations is it just makes people feel good. <laughs> like who doesn't want to hear good words? Sometimes it's not enough to just get the actions. Sometimes it's nice to hear positivity. I feel like we have so much terrible energy going around the internet right now because everybody's just passing along negative ass words. And it's just like, just to hear like those positive words, those good words of affirmation, it just makes you feel good. Sometimes just being there is not enough. Sometimes touching on you is not enough. Sometimes you need to hear those encouraging words, hear those uplifting words, hear those positive, beautiful, all that good stuff. <laughs> hear those words because it really do make you feel some type of way. Like this year, I well, last year, because... <laughs> This is 2023. We haven't did too much here. But last year was the first time I actually realized, like, yo, I really don't have affirmations like that from other people. Like, I really don't get affirmations from other people. But I've always been the type to be like, ah, it don't really matter to me if I hear it or not until I actually start feeding myself affirmations. Then I was like, yo, why don't I care more about this? Because that shit felt good. Like, when you're telling yourself you deserve and you're that girl and all this positive stuff, it just makes you feel really good. And imagine hearing that from the people you love, you know, that you're doing a great job, that you're headed in the right direction. Keep it up. Like, you're beautiful. You're smart. You're encouraging. You're all that. Like, it would just feel great to, to have somebody that you love to feed that great, like that positive energy into you. So it's, it's, it's crazy that I really just got onto the words of affirmation train. But I'm starting to think too, like when you don't have a certain love language in your life throughout your, your childhood, you kind of either yearn for it or you are okay not having it. So for me, I don't recall words of affirmation ever really being a love language that I would have gotten when I was a child. So now that I'm older, words haven't ever really had such an impact on me. Like, it, it barely has moved me to the point of like, feeling some type of way, if that makes sense. But some people, when they didn't have words of affirmation, they go out looking for, and I can say maybe I did at some point go out yearning for words of affirmation. We've all had that little ugly duckling phase or whatever where we just didn't think we was the hottest shit popping. So we would always go out to go find attention and everything from everybody else. But now it's just like, eh, I don't really need all that. Like, 
now I'm also feeding it to myself. So I damn sure don't need to go out there and get it from nobody else. But it's just like, I just never really cared about words of affirmation until now. And now I'm like, okay, it makes sense why it ties in the middle for top, well, for the middle three, because it's nice to hear. Like, I like when people say, I love you. And it'd be better if I had a man telling me I love you, but we'll wait on it. God go send me my husband. Or he might already done came. Who knows? We'll see. But it'd be nice to hear from the opposite sex, but it's nice to hear from family and friends that they love you. It's nice to get compliments. Like, it's so nice to get compliments. <laughs> And like to give yourself compliments, like I mentioned last week, now I go in the mirror when I wake up in the morning and Mary J. Blige song, like come to my mind, first thing I see is my face and I'm like, good morning, gorgeous. Like that's the first thing that comes to my mind and it just makes me smile. And I'm just like, girl, you so, I just be in the mirror, y'all. Like <laughs> even with this, like if you ever notice me like looking back and forth, it's because I'm looking at myself and I'm looking at the the little camera thing. But it's like eh, it's so nice to look at yourself too and just admire yourself and everything like that. So to have other people do that for you as well, I can only imagine it makes you feel so mm, like a big kid in the candy store. So as far as like, if you're a person that has words of affirmation at the top, make sure you communicate that to people. Like if you need to hear those encouraging words, don't wait for people to just give it out. Because for me, I know like sometimes like words of affirmation can be cringe, like to just give off that. And I don't know why, maybe it's because we're not taught to just be that positive sometimes and just pass it along but it's cringe sometimes to just be so nice is <laughs> that bad <laughs> but it's so cringe to just be so nice sometimes so if you are someone who has words of affirmation at the top of your list make sure you're communicating that to other people so that they can feed into you that way because sometimes saying those positive words are not easy and but if that person loves you, they're going to go out their way to make sure you feel loved in the way that you need to feel loved. So it's like, don't wait for somebody to read your mind, but especially if they don't give out love that way. If they're a giving gifts type of person, but your words of affirmation, when they come and give you a gift, that ain't going to mean shit to you. Unless in the, in, with the gift, it comes with like a card or something or a note then that's not going to mean nothing to you. So it's like, let people know that that's your love language so you can continue to receive those positive, encouraging words, those compliments, you know, all that, that good stuff that makes you feel all good inside. So how to use words of affirmation uh, or tips rather, tips for using words of affirmation, let's say that. So be authentic in your words. So I guess that's the person who's giving it to the person who receives words of affirmation. 
So it says people who have words of affirmation as their primary love language has a nose for false platitudes. So be sure you are authentic when talking with them, which is probably why I only give it out when it's cause for it. Because again, like I just said, it feels cringe to be so positive that much. Like, I don't know what it is. Uh, like just to say that much positivity is cringe. I don't I got to practice it because, you know, practicing makes you comfortable. So if you find that giving out words of affirmation makes you feel cringy because you're not used to saying such positive things all the time, practice it. I mean, you don't have to wait until somebody comes into your life that their number one love language is words of affirmation. You can practice this with anybody. But practice it because the more you get used to doing it, it won't feel so cringe. And then you can continue to give that to the people who need it and to yourself because we always put ourselves first. So if you are words of affirmation, guy or girl, well, guy or gal, <laughs> practice so that you start feeding yourself words of affirmation because you got to get a love to yourself too. So, yeah. Be empathetic. So when it comes to words of affirmation, it is crucial that partners realize that you recognize how they are feeling, especially if they are feeling down. Show empathy for your partner. Think about what it would be like to walk in their shoes and then demonstrate that you know how they are feeling. So get out your own way. Stop thinking with your own thoughts and start, start trying to think with their thoughts in a sense of, it's not all about you sometimes. And I know that's hard for people because <laughs> like, you know, we self-loving and everything. And I think that is sometimes like, it's a good thing that you practice self-love, but do remember that when you are around other people, you have to know how to turn that on and off. Cause when you're around other people, you should be selfless. When you're around, like when you're by yourself, that's selfish time, but know the difference. Don't be selfish around other people. And then, like, forget that you still have to tend to other people when you go in their presence. So it's like, remember what these people are going through. Cater to that. If you see, like, what I've been trying to catch, too, is, like, when people get upset. You know, I be trying to catch that because we, we will literally skip, hop, jump, and skip over that shit so fast. So I be trying to catch like when your attitude changes and I will ask like what's like what's on your mind like what's going wrong and I know like people have done that for me too now I'm the type of person where I'm terrible and will be like nothing but I'm working on it I am working on it I bet you if you ask me what's wrong with me now I'm gonna I'm read your ass like a book no I'm just kidding <laughs> but it's like pay attention like to the people around you Again, like when you're around other people, you should be practicing selflessness. It's when you're by yourself that you should be selfish and you should be making sure that you have time for each. Give your social, give people your social time, but also give yourself your own time. And when you give yourself your own time, you be selfish. But when you are around other people, you should be selfless. You should no longer just be thinking about yourself like self, because when you do that, You'll start placing yourself around people that are moving the same way that you're moving. Because if everybody around you and yourself is acting selfless, who's ever going to be like left to figure it out on their own? Like if everybody around you thinks 
okay, while I'm around this person, I'm gonna make sure that person's good. I'm gonna make sure that person's good. I'm gonna make sure that person's good. And you're having that same mindset. Everybody's gonna always be taken care of. So make sure to remain selfless when you're around other people and be empathetic. Place yourself in their shoes, even if they're size 13 and you a size five. I don't give a damn. Place, place yourself in their shoes so that you can, at least if you don't completely understand where they're coming from because of your own like biases, you're at least not attacking them for having their own point of views or feeling their own type of way. You're just trying to figure out how to meet them where they're at. So show your appreciation. Usually people who feel fulfilled by positive words and comments will thrive when people recognize and appreciate what they do. Whether it is how they do the laundry, the meal they cooked for dinner, or the fact that they spent three hours proofing your report, the key is to tell them in no uncertain terms how much you appreciate them. I've been working on this too. I've been working on trying to say thank you for what I get and not being unappreciative with like and like being upset about what I didn't get. Because I did I definitely did that in the past. And I probably had a little slip ups here and there, like recently. But work on being appreciative of what you get because you couldn't get I mean, you could not get shit. And if you get nothing, then that's even worse than you getting a little bit of so what what uh Betty Wright said I have I'd rather have a piece of man than no man at all. Take out man. I have I'd rather have a piece of something than no something at all because <laughs> It's the thought that counts. So show your appreciation when you can. and But that does not mean that you settle for less. It does not mean that. But you have to evaluate you, know you enough to advocate that you need more. Like, I get that this is what you're giving me, but I need more. And if you want to continue to be in my life, you have to meet my standard and not just what you can give me. But you don't have to beat that into people's minds. If you communicate that enough times, they're either going to get on track or they're going to stay on the same page that they're, on, that they're on. And if they stay on that same page, you close the book, toss that bitch to the side, and go find another one to read because... People don't have the right to just treat you however they want to treat you. If you need more, communicate that you need more. But that does not mean that you do that in that moment. Appreciate what you get in that moment. Then another time you can say, okay, I really appreciate it that you did this for me. But next time, can we maybe, you know, have that quality time? Or can we maybe physical touch a little bit? I don't know. But, you know still show appreciation and how you do that like i i love that you cook dinner babe but next time maybe use a little bit more paprika or maybe boil it a little longer because it was a little tough and we wanted tender i don't know but it's always a way to, to work your way around everything but um another tip is say i love you a lot now I don't know about saying that a lot because a lot of people have a really cringe with like saying I love you. You ain't got to say it a lot in my opinion, but they put it on there so I read it. <laughs> but say it as much as you feel it. Like I think I've been 
I don't think I've said I love you to anybody just yet, but I've like let it be known that that's where my head is at. Like, and I mention that a lot. So, you know, if you know, wait, hold on, how do you think? <laughs> you know, if you know, but um, yeah, so just share that the love is there a lot. And that could be specifically saying, I love you. Or send you in my heart. I don't know. Just share it. Because we all need to hear it every now and again. Or maybe every day. I don't know. But share it. Um, another thing is point out their strengths. What's crazy is working at the job that I have now. We do like these monthly things with our uh, supervisor and she literally has us figure out strengths. And, you know, that's the hardest part of the the whole meeting thing is trying to figure out your strengths because she makes you come up with so many of them. And it's so weird because we very rarely think about all of the strengths we have. Or maybe it's just because I don't know the vocabulary. I think I know I'm that girl. Maybe it's because I don't know my vocabulary. I need to go read the uh the dictionary, go learn me some words. But it's just like, do that for the person that has the words of affirmation. Give them the 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 positive. Like, damn babe, I like that you 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 bring up all the, 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 what is it, the groceries up at once or something, like, I don't know. I like that you know how to problem solve. That's always a great skill, is a problem solving man or woman or whomever, but we love problem solving around here. So like, point out strengths, because that means that they're gonna continue to work on those things. And we love a person that continues to work on the things rather than be so focused on what they're not doing well. Because a lot of people, that's that's why men say that women, women nag a lot. It's because they're always focused on the shit that they're not do, doing. So it's like, figure out how to focus your mind on the positives. Like, there's a time and place to, of course, go over the negatives. But to only hear, like, negatives so much, it gets, like, to be too much. So start figuring out how to focus on your on the positives, like, dude, I love that you're a great provider. I love that no matter how annoyed or tired or whatever, you wake up and you take your ass to work so that we're good at home. Or for your woman, if she's a work the affirmation kind of girl, like, I love the type of mother you are. You know women love to be told they great mamas now. Go ahead and feed up. <laughs> like, feed it into her. But... Pointing out strengths is, is always a great thing to do. Um, and then make it a habit. You know, again, like you are going to have to make it a habit, obviously, if that's your person's uh, love language. Granted, like I said, keep that bitch updated every six months because it could change. But in the six months of you knowing what that there are uh, words of affirmation kind of guy or gal, Practice. Practice makes perfect. Again, like I said, if it feels cringe to put out so much positivity, practice it. Wake up. I seem like on here, it was like pet names are words of affirmation. Who knew? I didn't even know that. But then again, when I think about the time that I like had a 
nickname for my ex like he lit up every time i called him that so maybe that, that like it makes sense now pet names are words of affirmation it says when you wake up good morning beautiful good morning sweetheart good morning honey bun like all that good stuff like hey beautiful how you doing today like i don't know but practice it um and don't force it again like it doesn't have to be over the top like you ain't got to feed somebody an affirmation every other minute like you ain't got to do that but maybe if you think about waking up with an affirmation and going to sleep with an affirmation that's something to get you started or you know instead of like talking because maybe the talking feels cringe text it who cares if you text it or write it down? It's communicating to them. Maybe you're not ready to just say it just yet, but you, you're able to write it down or text it. So do that. But, you know, the more you do that, you get comfortable. So definitely avoid being negative. <laughs> I mean, I could read through all of that, but in my opinion, I think it just all says avoid being negative or avoid withholding the positive things because you're upset or avoid basically just not giving off the love language when you feel some type of way. Like don't use the don't use words to harm your person because words of affirmation people are the people that care about words the most. So don't use words to, to bring them down because if words can build them up, they definitely go tear them down. So don't do that. Don't, don't do that. And that's probably why words hurt. See, okay, let's have a real conversation right now. One little thing that I've learned is that physical touch is not a lot of men's love language. It's words of affirmation. So now I'm starting to understand why women's words hurt them so much. Like it hurts them to the core if it's used in the wrong way. Like you wonder why like if you call a dude's penis small or talk about his masculinity or anything like that, like why it makes him feel terrible is because a lot of them are words of affirmation people. So just like you can build them up, you, you definitely can tear them down. So don't use the words, the same words that you, like, don't do that. Don't do that. And we actually got to work on just, because I think for women, we're, we're lethal with our tongues because we don't, we don't have the physical capabilities to put hands on people. Now, some of some of y'all women out there, whack. Y'all be hitting on people out on y'all both. I'm not putting my hands on nobody because they can put their hands on me. I'm not doing that. But <laughs> but now my tongue, she lethal when she want to be. But I'm better. I don't even think I've ever, I haven't said any mean things to anybody in a long time. So I'm working on me. Look at God working off of me. But yes, what, like watch your mouth, please because the tongue is something something serious and just as much as like your man feels good when you're pouring into him baby he probably feels fucking terrible when you say shit you ain't got no business 
Like, especially in front of people too. Because that's another thing it mentioned is like, they love to be complimented in front of people, which makes sense why men love when their girl is doing the most in front of people. Like, it makes sense. But now when you do that same disrespectful shit in front of people, that's probably why like they don't take it well. And it's it's crazy because in the reading this and going through this, because now I'm like going deep into words of affirmation, it makes sense why men can flip a switch when you use this to harm. Like, so be careful in what you put out into the atmosphere. Cause baby, you do reap what you sow. So if you you sow them negative ass words into your man. He gonna give you that back tenfold. So yeah. So that's words of affirmation, y'all. Let's move on to physical touch. Oh yeah, that's all. I mean, it's not my. It, it low key is my favorite. I love being touched by people, not people, but you know. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. So physical touch. It says if your love language is physical touch, that then that means you prefer physical expressions of love over all other expressions. Note that physical touch as a love language is not all about sex. It ain't. Get your mind out the gutter. Don't mind being the gutter all the time. <laughs> get your mind out the gutter. It's not all about sex, but we'll get into it. <laughs> um, although sex can be an important aspect of a romantic relationship, a hug, a shoulder squeeze, a handhold, even a pat on the back can be an expression of love that is just as meaningful to your partner. It's crazy because I feel like a lot of guys like when their dad pat them on the back or grab their shoulder and stuff like that, you know, makes sense. Mm -hmm. So now we're going to go to the ways that you can show love through intimate touch and then ways that you can show love through non-intimate touch so we're gonna start with the intimate because you know we might be in a little nasty or whatever little rated up now pg-13 <laughs> not gonna be rated r gotta save that from a man behind closed doors but <laughs> okay so here are different ways to show intimate love through physical touch kissing my fave <laughs> which is really weird because these dudes don't no, i'm just kidding um kissing really is my favorite i love a, a person that can kiss it's it do something i've always told people like kissing is my gateway which is like don't put your lips on me don't put your lips on me it is a gateway gateway drug like kissing leads to it's it makes me think of like the the play um tyler perry like mr brown always be like kissing you gonna get pregnant dead ass like kissing literally leads to you doing stuff you ain't got no business so save kissing for those whom deserve it or those whom you care about it's so cringe to me that people go around just kissing anybody and it's like eh, don't do that don't do that unless you really don't give a damn about kissing but for me i care about kissing so much i can't just go around and kiss anybody i can't but kissing is definitely on my top. Like if you if you if you want a cheat code, that's where you start out. 
But it's only a gateway if we're inside. Outside, I'm a-okay. <laughs> inside, it's a problem. That's why no inside gets around here. <laughs> Unless, you know. Um, but yeah, so let's read through it. It says, you may feel like kissing has led to sex. Because <laughs> it did. But it doesn't. <laughs> I don't know with who, but <laughs> kissing is one of the easiest, most effective ways to show physical love to your partner. You can kiss their lips, their neck, their cheek, their forehead, their hand. In many cultures and throughout history, kissing is or has been shown as an act of respect, greeting, or affection. Don't kiss me on my neck. Don't kiss me on my lips. You probably can kiss me on my cheek on my forehead. I actually learned, too, that a lot of people like the kiss on the forehead. Like, it means something like a deeper type of intimacy. I don't know if I've had a lot of forehead kisses. I don't know. But come forehead kiss me. No, I'm just kidding. Don't put your nasty. <laughs> okay, so the next one is holding hands. Oh, holding hands. I like holding hands. I like holding hands when you're doing a do or whatever. That is very intimate. But even if you're outside holding hands, that's nice. Or even if you're inside just holding hands, whatever. Whether you're at dinner holding hands, walking along the, the sidewalk or at the beach or with your leg. No, <laughs> Um, with your arms put back behind your head but like holding hands is really intimate uh, I like holding hands a lot cuddling baby you know last year I learned that I like to be a big spoon my little self big spoon <laughs> I love to be the big spoon I don't know what it is I like it and if there's any other women out there that like the big spoon, you comment. Because I, I can't be the only one that like the big spoon. I like it a lot. And I like, I started getting real creative, too, with the big spoon and everything. Big spooning is nice. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, cuddling is always nice. Like... <laughs> When I had my friend over, you know, like, while we were sleeping, everything, I want to say, like, I had turned over. And, you know, like, sometimes if you've seen a video where women, <laughs> where women lose their mind because their man might have moved over sleeping or whatever, it did not happen like that. Like, I had turned over and, you know, he followed me. <laughs> and it felt great. Like, honestly, I thought he should have stayed there because he's sleeping and everything. But he turned over and followed me. And I was like, oh, I like that. You know, you kind of just miss being held sometimes. So it was nice. Cuddling is always a great, great thing. And it's like the post-cuddling is the best cuddling. Because I feel like pre-cuddling, you're only cuddling it just to get to the to the shenanigans of post cuddling that sleep cuddling 
that's see and i think that's the problem right there y'all need to stop cuddling with people that cuddling is what made the oxytocin come out and then she started bonding with you stop cuddling with people you don't want to be with i blame it on y'all <laughs> but yes cuddling 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 is why a lot of you women get bonded to these men because your oxytocin starts releasing it ain't even got too much to do with the sex and stuff it's after the sex where you're laying there all hugged up and stuff that's why you can't stop popping up on that man at work that's why you ready to fight any girl that say they talking to them it's that cuddling stop cuddling with the men because it's powerful <laughs> but the last one is skin to skin touching <laughs> we all know what skin to skin is you know skin to skin <laughs> but that's anything honestly it's your fingers like i really love just rubbing my fingers along the people while they laying there if they see you because i'm wide awake i just be rubbing skin to skin everything you know i like when people rub skin to skin ain't nothing like a good rub that's why i said that massage when you give massages you either want to do it to make their body at ease or you trying to get something started now don't get nothing started you can't stop but i mean finish <laughs> but yes that skin to skin is also a really great way to kind of escalate things or get things going and if you want to be extra freaky do skin to skin but no penetration and no like to where like then no vaginal stuff no oral don't do no oral don't do no penetration but do skin to skin so find the erogenous zones, whether it be like the neck or, you know, around the boob or the inner thigh. Try it. But don't do no sex. See how long you can hold out. Boy, I bet you you're going to be ready for so bad, Look, try it. <laughs> That's your homework. <laughs> try it and see how far you get put on the timer and everything and see how far you can get and that's not even just skin to skin with hands baby use that tongue use those lips <laughs> have fun but no penetration no oral and see how far you can get I would love to know. And then come back and leave a comment and let us know what your time was and see if you could beat some of these freaks out there, but we'll see. Okay, but now we're going to get to how to show love with physical touch in a non-intimate way. So rubbing your partner's back. So I would imagine that could be, whether it be like a massage or if they're feeling bad or, you know, just that I'm here. I feel like rubbing your back is like I'm here. Or like when you put it, just, I don't know. But, you know, it's comforting. It's, it just lets them know you're there. Sitting side by side. I'm the type of girl that I like to sit on. <laughs> but sitting side by side is nice too. Because it did say not intimate. 
So sitting side by side is nice, but baby, I'm I'ma sit on. I'ma sit on the lap. Or I'm gonna like put my feet on them. Like something on, on me has to be on them. Whether it be my head on them, my legs on them, my ass on them, it gotta be on them. I don't know. <laughs> tickle, don't tickle me. Don't tickle me. I don't know why people like to tickle me. That's the tickling is the worst thing, but I can understand why it would be like a non-intimate type of thing. And it brings laughter to you, but don't tickle me. Keep that shit to your spell. Made me want to snap your finger. Don't tickle me. <laughs> but yeah. And then some other non-verbals. I mean, not non-verbals. Some non-intimates. Um, let's think of some other ones. The hugging. Depending on who you hugging. Because, <laughs> you know, men like to put their hand down a little bit. So depending on who you hugging, it can be non-intimate. But hugging is nice. Like, I... When my mom closed on her house, I hugged her, and that shit, we both started crying. Like, that shit just felt, a hug says a thousand words sometimes. So, that's a really great non-verbal way of, not non-verbal, but not intimate way of showing physical love, uh, physical touch. Um, holding hands, too, non-intimate. Um, I guess. <laughs> maybe you hold hands with your child, you know, it's instead of putting them on them damn leashes, <laughs> you hold their hand, but yeah, um, whatever physical stuff without being nasty, that's what you could do, so, so yeah, um, those are going to be the ways in which you do those. And then, okay, some little tips for people who do long distance. It says to practice physical touch. Uh, when you're on FaceTime, if you FaceTime or something video, give them your undivided attention. Um, show them. I don't know. Let me read this. Um, you could blow a kiss at each other. You could be nasty. In my mind, the first thing I think about if you're long distance and you're trying to do physical touch, touch on yourself and pretend like they're there. That's, you know, phone sex, all that good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But yeah, that's going to be physical touch. Now, last but not least, acts of service, which is honestly not really. I'm surprised it scored 17, probably just for the sake of answering. But Again, because I'm so self-sufficient, when people do stuff for me, I really don't think about it. Though it's nice when people do stuff for me. Like, if you come in and you want to feed me, baby, come in and want to feed me. Like, have you eaten today? Okay, let's go get something to eat. Or you, you on the phone, have you eaten today? Okay, I'm going to bring you something to eat. <laughs> Food is my love. That should be a love language. Food. I'm sure a lot of y'all would agree. You know, this is America. We a little obese. I know a lot of y'all would agree. <laughs> Food is a love language. But yeah, acts of service. So it says that 
Acts of service is a language that can be best described as doing something for your partner that you know they would like, such as filling up their gas, watering their plants, or cooking them a meal. Um, giving acts of service. Um, it says, when it comes to performing acts of service, here are four things you can do. Four. Let's get it. Let's go. Pay attention to the small things, what your partner wants to do on your next trip together, how much sugar your partner adds to their morning coffee, what time your partner's favorite show is on, take notes if you can't remember. Two, consider the things your partner doesn't enjoy doing. If your partner complains about taking out the trash, researching financial terms, cleaning the space between the walls and or the dresser or walking the dog, then you could do these tasks for your partner. If your partner doesn't like dealing with the cable company, offer to take on responsibility for the monthly cable. Three, focus on acts that are easy for you to accommodate into your schedule. Pay attention to your partner's calendar each week and see if you can add in acts of service. Maybe your partner has limited time between their workout in the morning and their first work meeting. Plan to have coffee and breakfast ready and waiting. Four, utilize your strengths. If you understand something your partner doesn't, offer your services. If you're more handy than your partner, for example, focus on handyman tasks like changing your partner's oil or fixing the broken light bulb in the bathroom. Basically, to boil it down to what all that just said is do the little things. It's really the little things that they don't that they don't think about. Like in the um what do you need at your table video, go watch it if you want to know. But like Erin was explaining that she does the little things that you don't even think about. So whatever that would be. I don't know. She does them. So it's like those little things. Like for a lot of men, they will take their their women's cars and go fill them up if she came home and didn't have gas. You know, they they take pride in making sure that the car gets the oil change and gets new tires and maintenance in the car so she doesn't have to do that. I would imagine for women, you love to make sure your man has lunch for when he gets ready to leave out the house, you know, making sure he has breakfast if he doesn't have to wake up at the crack of ass. But, you know, if he wakes up at a reasonable time, making sure he can grab something to eat and then go. You know, those little things, even with, like, somebody that works out, making their protein shake or something, I don't know, but doing those little things to make their life easier, now, what it does say about acts of service is that it is one of the hardest to keep up with just because it's something that consumes somebody else's time. So you're having to either go out your way to do these things for your partner or you're trying to figure out how to micromanage how to get everything into your schedule. But if you have a partner whose love language is acts of service, baby, you better figure out how to man micromanage because they they need that from you and you got to be able to give them what they need so if they need the acts of service figure out what you can take off their plate of course you're not going to be able to take off everything but like it says in the time in the times that you have to 
do extra things or if it makes sense for you to take on that responsibility say if you're the dad and you work near where the kids have to be picked up from instead of waiting on your wife to get off of work and go all the way across town to pick up the kids you say hey babe i know like it, it you run into a lot of traffic trying to go get the kids i'll figure out a way to get there because i'm on that side of town you know you know just figuring out ways to incorporate the burdens of your partner into your own schedule so that it's no longer a burden because I would imagine access to service is the reason why a lot of y'all don't get sex when y'all in learn to long-term relationships. It's because if a person has so much on their plate and they're stressed to shit, they ain't gonna be ready to come home and fuck on nothing. Lick on nothing, suck on nothing, nothing. <laughs> so pay attention to that. If you notice that your partner is getting extra busy or they seem to be extra stressed out, I wouldn't say you have to take the quiz. In my in my opinion, I think you should take the quiz, but you have like common sense to know that, babe, is there anything I could do to take off your plate to make this easier? Now, if you don't got a person that will sit down and have a, a conversation with you that makes sense to actually figure out how to help them then choose better next time <laughs> but most likely when you say babe hey i noticed that you you got a lot on your your plate right now is there anything i can do to take some stress off your shoulders they're going to be able to give you a list and of that list you figure out which ones make sense to incorporate into your everyday you know whether that be say you're you get off of work early so you can come home and cook do it or you get off early so you can come home and clean do it you can wash clothes do it you can go pick up the kids do it you can go do whatever the hell do it because when you have time and you're not so stressed you get to have that physical touch and i know we all like that physical touch and you get the quality time and a lot of people like quality time and if you're a words of affirmation person, imagine if you start taking off stuff off their plate. They're going to be pouring in you like, damn, babe, I'm, I love that you're a, you're a great partner. Like, I know I can always rely on you because da 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 and so on and so forth. But see how when you're in tune to your partner, you can start getting stuff back in return. So it's just like, pay attention. Pay attention. Eyes wide open. Be aware so that you can continuously move forward and you don't have to worry about not being able to have sex or not being able to go out or whatever the case may be, whatever's, I would imagine that all five love languages could possibly get in the way of all of each other if they not, are not catered to in the right way. Acts of service gets in the way of physical touch and quality time. Physical touch and quality time can get in the way of words of affirmation. Like, so making sure that you're catering to all five love languages to your partner is how to ensure that you stay on the right page and you go up and not down. And then you also give these things to yourself because we all need these for ourselves and you give it to all the people around you because you should do that too. But the goal is, is to give out love 
in all of the ways. I, I noticed like for myself, I give out love in all the ways. The only one that I need to work on probably is physical touch and words of affirmation. And just because it's cringe to hear, but I now I'll text it, I'll text it quick. But I need to work on those two, physical touch and words of affirmation. But you should be giving out love in all of the five love languages. It's just you take the quiz and with your partner so you know what, how much of each one you give out to your partner. And then, of course, you can't keep up with people at work and everything. So you just give out all five of them when you can. And then you just have a good good time or whatever. But I'm going to close this out right here, baby. This was the Love of Languages series where we went through all five love languages. And we explained how to take it deeper because that's what we do around here. We go deep. We talk our shit on everything. Like, we don't just stay surface level. We got to go deep so that we can get real connections out here. But next week... We're actually going to be learning our apology love language. And I don't think it's called that. It's probably called something else. But that's what it's going to be called today. Here's your apology love language. And we're going to be going through the quiz again. And that's probably going to be another series. I'm still trying to figure out how I want to break it up. It depends on how the quiz falls. Then we'll determine how to break it up. But we'll be doing the quiz for that next week. And we're going to be talking about the different ways in which uh, to to apologize because I didn't even know that that was a thing but that's how you research because you learn shit you didn't know any tool that we can acquire to use to make our relationships with people better we're gonna take that tool and run with it so yeah this is talk your shit with Deja where we drop the eye because not only can I talk but I want you to talk your shit too and that's it for this week y'all like comment subscribe i gotta start saying that i've been forgetting i'm a youtuber <laughs> like comment subscribe and then go check me out on spotify pot uh spotify apple podcast <laughs> when you're not used to this <laughs> but you gotta remember your your uh influencer now um and then follow me on tiktok facebook instagram yeah, so I'll see y'all next week. <laughs> Bye.